Hi, this is CJ Miller, and welcome back to Childhood Disrupted. Today, we'll be discussing adverse childhood experiences. There's a survey on this subject. It reviews our relationships and our experiences, even those in childhood, those that can affect our health and our overall well-being. Though these are difficult childhood experiences, they are very common. So we'll be discussing whether or not you have had any of these experiences, and whether or not they may be affecting your health today, or whether or not they may affect your health in the future. I hope this information will not only help you, but also maybe help your healthcare provider better understand how to work with you in supporting your health, your well-being, and your recovery. After all, this podcast is a place where survivors can gather and listen to other stories and put ourselves in the shoes of someone else for once, listening to a different perspective, relating to someone else's pain and suffering brings us sometimes closer together. We live in a society where hatred for others is common, all too common. We forget that people come from various backgrounds. Some of them are dark and disturbing. So I hope that as I read to you the ACE survey, that if you don't answer yes to any of these, you understand that someone has said yes to some of these. And if you hear something in here that relates to you, but you're not ready to confront that, that's okay. It's okay not to answer. I will be discussing 10 categories of adverse childhood experiences. And for each category, if you answer yes, you will gain one point and you can collect up to only 10. And depending on the number of yeses you have, sometimes based on what we've seen in statistical surveys, will determine what your health outcomes will look like as an adult. It's not the case for everyone, but it is true. So let us begin with the survey. Number one, did you feel that you didn't have enough to eat, had to wear dirty clothes, or had no one to protect or take care of you? Number two, did you lose a parent through divorce, abandonment, death, or any other reason? Number three, did you live with anyone who was depressed, mentally ill, or attempted suicide, or maybe even successful in that attempt? Number four, did you live with anyone who had a problem with drinking or using drugs, 
including prescription drugs? Were you witness to that? Number five, did your parents or adults in your home ever hit, punch, beat, or threaten to harm one another? Domestic violence, was that something you witnessed? Number six, did you live with anyone who went to jail or to prison? Number seven, did a parent or adult in your home ever swear at you, insult you, or put you down? Number eight, did a parent or adult in your home ever hit, beat, kick, or physically hurt you in any way? Number nine, did you feel that no one in your family loved you or thought you were special? Number 10, did you ever experience unwanted sexual contact such as sexual abuse or molestation? And the last question which is not part of the survey is, do you believe that any of these, any of these experiences are affecting your health? Are you worried that they might affect your health? I want to talk to you about that. And we'll get to that in other segments as well on what that may look like and what the remedies may look like as well. Preventative steps you can take so that your past doesn't hold you hostage in your mind and in your health. You know, when I took the survey for myself, it, it hit really deep for me because I answered yes to every single question. For instance, not having enough to eat. I was a scrawny kid. I was really barely allowed to eat as much as I wanted to. And despite living on welfare, it's always seemed like we'd never had enough. The other part of that question is, uh, had no one to protect or take care of you, I, I did not feel that I was protected or taken care of as a kid, even as a teenager. Another question, did a parent in your home ever swear at you or insult you? You know, I related to that so very, so very well. Every day as a child, my life, I just seemed to be put down. I remember my mother telling me how she didn't want me how she wished that she had aborted me when I was in her stomach. She would talk about times where she even considered an at-home abortion. How do you tell a kid that? 
How do you tell a kid that from the moment before he was born, he wasn't wanted? And what was I supposed to think? Yet, I found myself as an innocent child still loving my mother, even if she didn't love me. Still wanting to make her proud. Ultimately, the abuse started. The physical, emotional, verbal. My mother would have me take adult IQ tests when I was 13 or 14, and when I would fail them, obviously, she would say, see, you're stupid. You're never going to become anyone. There was a time where she pulled me out of school and I wasn't allowed to attend school anymore. I had to sit home and clean and cook. What felt like slaving away. I used to say that if I could relate to any cartoon movie out there, it would be Cinderella. And my mom used to compare me to Cinderella. Foster care is also something that I think should be on this survey. Do you or have you ever been removed from home? Because that in itself is a very traumatic experience. It's one that will stick with you for the rest of your life and comes with a whole new level of challenges, experiences, and traumas. People in my group home when I was a kid in foster care were being sex trafficked right out of the group home by people who were tasked and employed to take care of them, to look out for them. I even had my arm fractured once by an employee of a congregant care facility. And he wasn't even fired for it. These are the experiences that people walk around holding on their shoulders, unsure, bottled up, unsure how to release it. It comes out sometimes in the form of depression in the form of anxiety and PTSD and mental health and it affects us deeply and it affects others around us. These childhood experiences that we experience as children changed the architecture of our brains and the health of our immune systems. They, they trigger and sustain inflammation in both body and brain and they influence our overall physical health and longevity long into our adulthood. All of these adverse childhood experiences can lead to deep biophysical changes in a child that profoundly alter the developing brain and immunology in ways that also change the health of the adult he or she will become. That's a perfect example of how I once said that sometimes we let go of our past, but our past doesn't seem to want to let go of us.
you know, sometimes people will overeat as well as a way to soothe the anxiety, the fear, the depression that they may have secreted away inside themselves for many, many years. Maybe you're overweight, which serves or can serve you as a shield against unwanted physical attention. And you don't want to let go of that. I want every single person listening to this podcast to know that they are worthy of love. They deserve peace and happiness. And no matter what you experienced in life, it does not and will not define you. It's not the sum of your experiences that will define who you become as a grown adult. Letting go is only the first step of being able to truly and intentionally heal. You know, folks who experienced these different types of adverse experiences in their childhood were more likely to suffer from adult diseases such as heart disease, autoimmune disease, and even cancer. That to me was extremely <laughs> sobering. It was a sobering um, revelation. People who were surveyed with this very same survey that I just read to you, um, those of the participants that, that had a score of four were twice as likely to be diagnosed with cancer than someone with a score of zero. Those with a score of four were also 460% more likely to be facing depression than someone with a score of zero. Individuals who had been traumatized in childhood were more likely to smoke, drink, and overeat as a sort of self-coping strategy to manage chronic anxiety. This accounted for their poorer health. The chronic stress of emotional or physical adversity that these participants, that you and that I, have experienced when we were growing up is what's making or what can make us ill decades later, even though we may have healthy habits and lifestyles. You might go to the gym every day, you might eat healthy, you might take care of yourself, but in a few years, who knows? Scientists have discovered the precise mechanisms by which this early stress can convert into biomedical disease. So, one of the things that I like to say is that time does not heal all wounds. Some people think it does, but it doesn't. It doesn't just go away. You just don't get rid of it even 50 years later. So I want you to self-reflect on what I'm sharing with you today. 
How do you feel that your adverse childhood experiences have affected you? Who have you become today that you might you might want to change? You might not want to be carrying around this anger, right? Nobody wants that. So in segments following this one, I hope to talk to you more about these experiences and kind of delve deep into how they've shaped us as human beings and what we can do to heal from them and to reframe the way we think, the way we behave, and the way we treat ourselves and the way we treat others. If you answered yes to any of these questions I had asked you today, just know that you're not alone. And it's okay to cry. And it's okay to take a moment to breathe when you need it. Let us not hide away in the shadows any longer from discussing and sharing our story. Let us not hide away in the shadows any longer from confronting our past and those responsible for our pain and suffering. Let us not be controlled by social taboo that talking about your past somehow limits your success, that talking about your past somehow diminishes who you are designed to be. You're destined for greatness, and part of that greatness is by self-revelation and discovery and healing. And it's time for that. That's what I want for you. That's what this podcast is going to be about. It's about people who have a mutual understanding of suffering at the hands of those that were supposed to take care of us, of those that were supposed to guide us, to lead us, to love us, to cherish us. That's what this is going to be about. So think about all that I've talked to you about in the last 20 minutes or so that we've been that you've been listening and and think about this adverse childhood experience survey and think about what you can do to confront your past in a healthy way in a positive way Maybe you need to end relationships, cut ties with someone who from your past seems to be haunting you to this day. I know I have. When I was adopted as an adult, my birth family reached out with so much hatred that I had to seek a restraining order against the people who were responsible for not only so much pain that I endured, but they were responsible for also the very life that I live. You know, the woman who brought me into this world, I now had to cut her out of my life completely. 
in order to move forward and progress. So thank you for listening again to my podcast. I look forward to what we're going to talk about in the next segment. And at some point in these podcasts, I'll even be interviewing people who have gone through their own life traumas. That'll probably be later down the road, but I look forward to that moment where I can show you that you are not alone and that there are people out there who understand what you're going through. Until we meet again, remember to be kind to one another, be kind to yourself, and never forget that it's okay to not be okay. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I hope that it was helpful for you. I hope you got a lot out of it. We'll see you next time for my next segment, which we'll be discussing adverse childhood experiences as well and some of the statistics around um, the health outcomes, okay? See you guys soon.